Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 379 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her biceps. That's right. <laughs> Wait till you hear what this episode is all about. So listen, before we begin, just know that this episode is made possible by our friends at Solaray Vitamins. That's Solaray, S-O-L-A-R-A-Y.com. Now they make a once a day women's multivitamin that kind of hits it all, including your hair, skin, nails, digestion, all kinds of good things. You know why? Because we as women have unique needs and we need this. So you need a full body, whole woman support. Run on over to solaray.com. Now, Here's your first reminder to click on iTunes after this episode to rate and review the show because I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs, waiting to hear from you, living off your feedback. All right, it's time for Her. Her, the podcast. The naked truth about women. Her mind. Her body. Her life. It's all about her. Oh my gosh, what can I say? So today's guest, Thora Rourke, is a pretty amazing person you need to know about. If you're on Twitter, uh, her handle is at Thora, T-H-O-R-A underscore strong, and then the number one, Thora underscore strong one, and her Instagram is the same, all right? So here's the gig. I happen to know Thora uh, from Twitter because I looked at her feed, one of her 100 million videos that she posts on everything she does, and my jaw just hit the floor and dragged around for a while thinking, how could this woman be this strong? This is absolutely amazing. And yet she does it humbly, and she educates, and she throws out some beautiful wisdom and really hits the mind and the body. And I thought, okay, she's got to be my new BFF off Twitter. I mean, she just has to. I mean, that's just the bottom line. So I invited Thora to be on with me today. And uh, I just want you to know who she is. She is a uh, athletic, gorgeous, 41-year-old a woman who is homeschooling her children. She is an athlete, uh, and she's been in the fitness industry for over 11 years with experience in bodybuilding, powerlifting, and CrossFit. And I didn't know about this gig about you and horses. You actually showed um, A-Circuit Quarter Horses, and you uh, have a degree in equine science. That's just crazy. Thora, welcome to the Her Podcast. Thank you for having me. Okay, Thora, all I can say is timing is everything. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know, so many women out there are saying, oh my God, I want to get strong, and how do I get strong? And they pick up like a five-pound weight, and you just want to cry. And you're like, no, that's a great start. God bless you you know, with all of your goals and everything, and that's wonderful, but you can actually kick some serious ass. Then you say to yourself, well, where the heck are all the strong women hanging out now? You know that 
Um, I happily count myself in that little crowd, um, having lifted weights for, you know, several decades at the very least, probably more than that. Um, and um, always searching for other strong women. So I'm so happy to have been connected with you. But guess what? Today, today, the Wall Street Journal, this is where the timing thing comes in, has a, an article in the Life and Arts section, and this is what it says. Natalie Portman's, you know, the actress Natalie Portman's arms are the breakout stars of Thor, Love and Thunder, the new movie coming out in another day or so. So then I went, whoa, 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 wait a minute, what? And then I started reading this thing. Now, I got to read you just the beginning, and I, I want your commentary throughout because the, the whole thing was about women, their body, strength. So it says, Natalie Portland dons armor. There's a great picture of her, by the way. And wields a magic hammer as a mighty superhero in Thor, Love and Thunder. The scene stealers, though, are the star's jacked shoulders and arms. Her big muscles command so much attention, they have unleashed a debate over how much her look was altered with computer graphics. Even starting her arm training required arm training. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, you got to see this picture. So she's got this, this band um, that's around her biceps muscle. It says bulked up arms were definitely the desired goal, says blah, blah, the trainer who spent 10 months uh, jacking up <laughs> Mrs. Port Ms. Portman. They started on easy weights. Hello, five pound. So the actress wouldn't get injured before switching to the big stuff, lifting heavy things. And then, oh my God, this is just crazy. And then you see a tight band on Ms. Portman's bulging Viking biceps. Oh, okay, I'm going to stop here for a second. And are you happy about this, Thora? Ah, of course I'm happy about this. I'm happy about this because this might just change the way people look at fit women from here on out. This is much needed, and I'm very excited about it. I can only imagine well, the work you know, she put in. I love it. I love it, too. Oh, my God, 10 it. months of this yes. stuff. Well, if you actually look at her picture from, like, maybe, I don't know, two years ago yep. or something, you know, she's got the usual actress skinny arm thing yep. going. Um, now she's jacked. Dang. Incredible. You know, I mean... No, she doesn't look like ridiculously shredded. Right. None of that silliness. She just looks like she's got some serious muscle going here. And I love that. And I would like to point to that picture to some woman who says, I'm afraid of getting really big or something. Mm -mm. Honestly, between you and me, come on now. It's not going to happen like that. I'm pro I promise you it won't happen like that overnight. No way. Years and years and years of work to get jacked. Absolutely. Okay, and and here's here's a question. All right, tell us. Well, first of all, the fact that I'm doing an interview with Thor, uh, <laughs> and and the movie is Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm personally yep. renaming this sucker Thor, uh, Love and Love Thunder. It. 
tell us where your name came from. My name is actually Old Norse, and it does signify Thor. It means Thor. Uh, it means full of Thor. Thor. Friend oh of my God. Thor. I love it. <laughs> now we're not talking about Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Thor, unfortunately. <laughs> We're talking about the Norse god Thor of the Germanic yeah. people. And and what's up with Thor? Was he some kind of Zeus, you know, like they had in, in the Greek mythology? Was he kind of like the big guy? No, he, he actually is the son of Odin. And now in Norse mythology, Odin would be your Zeus because he was the god of all the gods. So Odin is the god of all the gods in Norse mythology, and Thor is his son. So, but ah, Thor is the strong one, ah. and he does wield the, the hammer of Mjolnir, and he is the god of thunder. All right, he well, also she's is the god of protection. Ah, protect. Well, yes, she's she's got the damn hammer. So, she's what got is, the what, Mjolnir? The Mjolnir. <laughs> what the hell does Mjolnir mean? Does that mean hammer? I mean, what what is that? That is the name of Thor's hammer. It was a gift from the elves to Thor, um, and it possesses some magical powers. I mean, I could see how you could just hammer someone's head. I mean, just like, shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Thor would, would battle giants quite often with that Mjolnir, and it would take down anything it struck. I love it. It actually is known as the Crasher. Really? So that is that is what Mjolnir means, the crasher. I'll be, damn. So like I'm going to know all this stuff before I go see this movie. I'm going to be like, I'm so smart, right? I'm so smart because I'm seeing <laughs> Thora, Love and Thunder. Um, and so there it is. So check this out. So um, then this this article then continues. Goodbye, two pound pink neoprene hand weights. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hello, big dumbbells. Many women who decry armpit fat on their upper body, bat wings under their arms, or bra bulge on their backs are chasing a brawnier aesthetic. Yes, ma'am. So if a woman came up to you and was asking you about all that stuff, like, how can I look like you, Thora, instead of all this, you know, the armpit fat, the bat wings, and the bra bulge, what would you tell them? Consistency, time, patience, a lot of hard work. And a lot of belief in yourself, a lot of time in the gym and a great diet and a wonderful training program that you can stick to and sustain. That is the key. Yeah. I have to find something in the, in the fitness realm that you can stick with, that you love, that you can get up and do every day or three days a week, whatever your workout plan is, no matter what it is, you have to love it and it works. The more you love it, the more it works. I love it. And you know, you started with the word consistency. I heard that one loud and clear. Yes. And that means that I love that. You know, word. you wake up in the morning, you go, oh, impulsively, I'm going to, you know, today is the day, right? I'm going to get up there and yes. I'm going to rock and roll. I'll do too much in the gym or whatever. And then I won't look back and, you know, be three months later and then mm, maybe I'll do it again. That's not the definition of consistency. Um, no. It's a routine. It's got to be a routine like brushing your teeth. Yes. Right? Yes, a habit, a ritual. Uh, you know, you're not always going to be motivated, so you have to be disciplined. And consistency will help with the discipline, and it will help with the looking at the working out of. Well, 
I get to work out today. I get to improve and better myself. So that consistency is the key to success because you're not always going to feel like it. All right, Thora, now you're going to have to share your street creds. Um, tell us your background in, in fitness and what you're doing today so that women, you know, who are not already scrolling over on their Twitter to at Thora underscore strong one um, can really understand, you know, where you get this mm -hmm. expertise from. So I, throughout most of my life, was very, very interested in fitness. Um, as a very young child, I was very obsessed with the gymnasts. I loved the way they look. Um, they had big legs and nice arms. I myself also had big legs, but I unfortunately developed some body dysmorphia from that because I was teased as a young girl from family members and friends over having big legs. You know, back in those days, women weren't supposed to have muscle. They're supposed to be tiny little scrawny things, not supposed to be strong, supposed to look like you came out of a cosmopolitan magazine. So I dabbled with fitness throughout a large majority of my life, not really knowing what I was doing. But I didn't take serious into fitness until I was 30, 30 years old. And from there, you know, I started out running 5Ks. I did Pilates. I did yoga. I started out doing some circuit training, some boot camps. When I got started with lifting weights, I started seeing progress. And it became a passion at that point. Then I went into doing some bodybuilding. I did bodybuilding um, all the way up until, I'm still doing bodybuilding. So 11 years of bodybuilding. Um, I did bodybuilding competitions. I did MPC figure competitions. Um, and then when I got over that phase, I did some powerlifting to learn how to, you know, push a little bit heavier weight and be able to handle the load, not only physically, but mentally, because when you start dabbling with heavy weight, it's a hundred percent mental. You have to overcome some fear. You have to learn proper technique. Um, and you really, really have to believe in yourself when you've got 200 plus pounds on your back, you have to believe that you're going to be able to stand up with that weight. So it was very, very mental. Recently though, um, back in March, I decided that I was going to take a turn with my fitness and chase some things that I always kind of wanted to do throughout most of my life. Gymnastics was a big thing for me growing up. So I have recently started doing CrossFit. CrossFit does pretty much everything I could ever want to do in fitness. Even the things that I don't want to do in fitness, you know, we lift weights, we do, um, gymnastic skills. We have gymnastic skills. We do handstand work. Um, we do kipping work on the pull-up bars. We also do running, which for me, running has never been my favorite thing. So that's a way for me to push myself through something that I'm not very strong at, not very good at, but I can improve. And then, you know, the, the workouts with the uh, metabolic conditioning. It's so much fun. I absolutely love it. I personally approach CrossFit with um, going towards having good skills, good technique, good form, and bettering myself, my conditioning. And it has just been an amazing, amazing process. And I've, 
accomplished so much in such a short amount of time. Things I never thought I would ever, ever be able to do. We're talking handstand push-ups here, strict handstand push-ups. I can now do them in sets of 10 plus, where I used to be afraid just to kick up onto my hands and go inverted. So that also has not only been a physical transformation, but also a mental transformation as well. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, it it shows because when you do your um, when you do your videos and you just give us short clips of kind of like you know what's going on yep. and and back and forth. I mean, um, I'm sweating. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm sweating just watching you. Oh, it's incredible. And then thinking. So I got to run something by you that was just you know really a uh, uh, amazing. So in, from this Wall Street Journal article. It said, this was a fascinating um, statistic, on Match.com, 10% more women now describes them, describe themselves as athletic slash fit than slim slash slender compared with three years ago, awesome. basically making the word skinny sound totally last year. Like, like get it out of here. And those women who say that their athletic fit get roughly 40% more likes in their first week on match.com than the slim slender folk um, who, you know, like, who needs that? Um, and the vice president of match is a woman whose name is uh, Amber Harrison. And she herself, get this, now you're gonna love this, works out with a CrossFit training program in Palo Alto that is called Meathead Girls Club. <laughs> oh, I love it. That is Meathead, perfect. Come on now, Meathead Girls Club. And and what she an was, incredible name. Is that the best? <laughs> I love it. That is and the best. She, I know. And then she said, I had never before felt excited when a piece of clothing was too small. Get it? I love it. Um yes, now I do. muscled and and there you have it, which I think is absolutely hysterical. You know, you were talking about your legs. Like, I assume you meant your thighs and, you know, around there. My quads. Yeah, your yep. quads. So, you know, so what was happening with me was not just that, but I had another interesting thing that happened, and that is my calves. I have ridiculously muscular calves. Always I'm super have. jealous, by the way. Super I know, jealous. totally. Um, I didn't calves. even know. Listen, I didn't even know calves were a thing until some guy... <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It randomly walks up to me. I didn't know him from Adam at the gym, you know, like years ago. And he said, I wish I had your calves. I thought he was like pulling my leg or he's pulling my calves. Um, no, and he was. I'm like, he was. well, no, it was like literally from left field. I had no idea what the hell he was referring to. So I looked down at my calves and I'm like, well, whatever. And, and he goes, you don't understand. You know, um, men who are like obsessed with calves actually have calf implants and, yes. and they just they want it because so many men have like really muscular upper body and maybe even their yep. quads are looking pretty good but their calves are like what happened here it's like a little matchstick <laughs> thing little matchstick and you know when i was growing up um i i did a lot of ballet i was in the san francisco ballet academy and so you know it was more of that misty copeland calf thing which means that you just ended up with super you know athletic calves um but i couldn't for the life of me fit into a pair of boots 
because I, you know, so everyone's prancing around their cute little booths. And I'm like, no. And it was only until years later when it was actually Jimmy Choo and followed by Stuart Weitzman, the two uh, shoe manufacturers, um, more high end, um, ended up doing something fascinating. I fell to my knees, almost cried in the shoe department. And that was, they put beautiful leather in front, but in the back they had Gore-Tex or Gore-Tex. Yeah. And, yeah. and so you could expand your calf, you know, more into that. And it gave it more of a sculpted look. And I'm like, give me these things. Genius. I don't care what they cost. I will pay for these. My very first pair of real, you know, fashionable boots. I could not get into anything because they're just, that's the way they are. But they're bigger than my husband's, oh, you know, gosh. and I remind him of that frequently. Um, <laughs> I, le I leverage that information. <laughs> Look I at do. mine. <laughs> I know. Excuse me. Um, I love it. You, you arrived. Where are your calves? Just kidding. So um, <laughs> just kind of putting it out there um, for a moment. Now, okay, let's move this on because this is like so amazing. So she loves the fact that her clothing was too small. By the way, try to get into jeans when um, your calves. I don't. No, when your calves are bigger. Mm -mm. Uh, it's just... Good luck, because what will happen is everything fits from the knee on up perfectly, but then the calves are kind of tight, and you're like, how in the hell yeah. does this happen, right? It's that struggle with when you have big legs, too. It is just all-around struggle, super tight in the legs and in the booty, and very loose in the waist. I just gave it up. I'm just like, no. So if I have to do the jean thing, I might do the, like, legging jean oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Jagging. That's about the best you get from me. That's Jeggings. Right. That's Jeggings. it. I yeah. don't do jeans anymore. I just they just don't they just don't work. Even if they're stretchy, they're just not right. They're never gonna fit in my waist. So I just like, eh, that's just one thing I could just let go of. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Buy jeans. All it's right. worth it. Totally worth it. So in this article, they also now have you know, some little snarkiness. So we have some woman with some Pilates studio and she goes, um, she objects to the practice of aggressively pumping up what she calls vanity muscles, such as lats and oh, biceps. Goodness. Girlfriend, listen up, this woman. Oh, okay, so women who've been hitting the big weights come to her asking for help to reverse some of the reason. Reverse, don't you dare reverse that why oh, no 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 we don't want you to reverse that because it's important so here's here's the deal um people who actually saw the trailer and which you should for this thor movie um they were debating whether the actress's on-screen physique was all her so they were glimpsing behind the scenes photos of her you know and they were literally tracking markers on her arms um, a motion picture capture technique used in computer-generated imagery and argued over whether a portion of her muscles was digitally enhanced. Oh my gosh, people are getting crazy about this. Yes. Is this nuts? What do you think? This is nuts. It's absolutely nuts. No, we do know that they do use a lot of technological advancements, but it's 100% possible in 10 months to grow strong arms absolutely possible so they're looking for something they're probably not going to find so this is very interesting do you realize she's your age Nuh uh she's 41 years old 
I did not know that. I thought she was in her 30s. No, she was um, also, it states that in when she was promoting the movie, she talked about the strict workout protocol, and this is what you said. She followed to be able to embody Mighty Thor. Um, and uh, the physically outsized um, alter ego to her mortal astrophysicist character, Jane Foster. So she's got like, she's a superhero. So obviously she's an astrophysicist by day, um, mighty Thor by night, you know. And they did say they use digital imagery only to make her taller because she's not like a super tall person. They wanted her to look at, like more of a taller, mighty Thor. But she... I understand that completely. Yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I wish they could do that for me. Well, actually, <laughs> um, you know, they, they had her grow almost like nine inches in, in height or something. Um, something kind of crazy. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I know. But, you know, this is when she's um, Mighty Thor. This isn't when she's, like, doing her thing or something. But um, let's see now. So let's see. She switched her focus from weight loss to strength. Um, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. This is another, um, this is someone who was a trainer quoted, when she switched her focus from weight loss to strength, her business grew like there was no tomorrow. Celebrities are promoting the chiseled style. Chloe Kardashian, please God. Um, and <laughs> I know, I know. Um, she says, <laughs> I like muscle. I don't like to be thin. Okay. Anyway, and then right. we have... Another celebrity trainer says his female clients used to pinch extra flesh they wish to banish from their bodies, but now they want to be strong. And he says, I've been doing this 30 years, and that's not a word that was ever tossed around as much as it is now. Okay, can you awesome. and I, Thora, just do the happy dance? I am totally dancing here. It's overdue. It's overdue. I mean, have you felt kind of lonely out there? It's like, hello, anyone else strong out there? I'm just saying, but, you know, is anyone like a woman strong out there or am I just it? What are we doing here? No, I mean, you can't, when you turn your TV on, very rarely do you see the representation of strong women. Uh, so it does kind of feel like eh, maybe there's not many out there. But thankfully, you know, the Twitter community, the fitness community, they prove that to not be true. There are so many strong women out there, and there are women out there who are stronger than strong, strong men. Absolutely incredible. They're out there. They exist. And I think, I'm hoping that this is going to make that way more public now. Well, I hope, I, I hope that maybe she's going to be a, more of a role model because honestly, she looks absolutely beautiful. I mean, she looks beautiful. She's not like, weird shredded and looking like someone who hasn't had a decent meal in you know a couple of years you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. yes um, i do i've been there i've totally been there she just looks beautiful and um very accessible and um her arms um are not like ridiculously weirdly shredded they just look like there's muscle full yeah yeah full with muscle with nice curves healthy yeah yeah, yeah. The epitome of healthy. If you're not healthy, you're not going to look like that, you know. So she probably had a very good diet um, to go along with that. Obviously, you have to have have a good diet to support muscle growth. 
Well, what's so a good diet to support incredible. muscle growth? Because you're the smarty pants who who's been living it for all the all these years. So when a woman comes to you and says, "Okay, I'm like you know just beginning my my whole journey here." And uh, honestly, I'm not sure what the hell is going on um, in terms of nutrition and how I do my endurance and weight training. How do you kind of coach them and guide them in, in getting started? Well, I am a fan of protein. I'm just full-fledged fan of protein and carbohydrates to support muscle growth. I'm not a big fan of keto or anything in that department for muscle growth. So I would probably guide them more towards setting up a macro plan that number one is sustainable. Let's be honest, if you're gonna live this lifestyle, you have to have food that you can eat consistently for a very long amount of time that you're not gonna get sick of and not gonna get like a food aversion to. So I would try to help them figure out what protein, what carbs, what fat sources we can go to and use that you can be happy and, you know, not be hungry all the time and be satisfied and live a lifestyle with. That's the biggest thing. People hop on these fad diets and they do really good for a very quick amount of time and then they fall off and then they go backwards. So finding the right food really is the key to success. I myself, personally, I am a pescatarian. I eat fish. I love fish. I know some people um, like vegetarian and vegan, that lifestyle did not personally work for me as far as muscle growth goes. Some people like red meat, I'm not a fan myself. So I really would just sit down and be like, okay, what can you eat? What do you like? And then try to help them find a meal plan that they can live with. You know, cause everybody, I mean, we live in a society where there's so much, there's so many choices. People are kind of picky. So we just have to get it nailed down to what can you do? What can you tolerate? And that's probably the route that I would help them go figure out their calories that they are burning daily and then help them figure out what the intake needs to be. It's a process. It's not something that's just going to happen like overnight. It took me nine years to figure out what food that I could eat consistently and stick with and be happy. And then even then... We're, we're, you know, basically aging. And so our needs are going to change over time as well. Yes. So absolutely. it's a dynamic flux. Yes. I have found that the foods that um, worked for me maybe 10 years ago, maybe not all of them work for me yes. now um, because I am aging. We're all aging. So I'm being very respectful of my own unique needs. Um, when it comes to yes, foods, it, yep. like, you know, before I really wasn't into a whole lot of shakes. I really wasn't. I mean, I was just like, you know, give me the food. And then my life got crazy. And I thought, hey, shakes are looking better all the time. Um, because I could do it very quickly. Um, I could grab 20 grams of uh, protein right off the bat. I can make it as healthy as can be. Um, and you know, what's wrong with that? I love that. I wasn't really into nut butters much. Now I am. Love ooh, them. Oh, I love, you just said the magic word. I know. Right there. Well, you know, <laughs> nut butter. yeah, ooh. I mean, almond butter with cinnamon. There's one a brand out there yes. that just makes me absolutely. So sometimes I'll just grab giddy. Yeah. 
I'll grab a, 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 a serving, which gives me seven grams of protein, by the way, BTW. And it's also- And some good fat. Oh, healthy fat, yep. but it's all satisfying. So if I'm like- Fairy. Ooh, I don't have enough time for like a real meal at that very moment because I'm running between meetings and this and that. I can grab a nice tablespoon of that and it'll shut me up for at least an hour, hour and a half. Right. Put that in a shake, um, in a smoothie, and man, you're good to go. I know. I mean, when you have a, a hectic, crazy life, you got to have something that's quick and, and it's going to work. And I am definitely a supporter of the shakes and the oh smoothies. Oh, God, yeah. They and, work. And so that's a new player in my repertoire. Um, so that works for me. The, you know, and I'm also a really strong believer of eating by my circadian rhythm um, because it's a yes. natural rhythm. So instead of, you know, most people don't know, get this. Hold on to your bra straps, girlfriends. Here it comes. <laughs> All right. That um, the mass majority of food in terms of total calories is eaten after 3 p.m. And that um, women and men eat over the course of at least 15 hours. 15 hours, you guys are like munching out. What the hey, right? Um, and that is not the way it was. So go back to cave woman. Right. So what was cave woman doing? You know, once the Tweety birds were up, you know, she was up. She's she's hunting and foraging and don't think she yep. wasn't one of the hunters. So let's get over that. She oh, was yeah. definitely one Absolutely. of the Thor people. All right. Yep. And and she's busy moving around. You didn't have a fridge. And so you had to go out and find the damn food. Um, unless you had some nuts hanging around somewhere. Uh, and you are on the move. You're, you're burning calories. Let's go, you know, get that food. And you're doing that during the day. And you're what you're not doing is once the sun sets, you're not like out there foraging. I mean, if you're stupid, you are because someone's going to eat you. But, um, you know, really, it was all by circadian rhythm. And now that we have devices that stay plugged in, we've got lights on until God knows what time, we're screwing up everything and it's showing yes. up in our weight and our rotten body composition, right? Yep. And our hormones. Yep. 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 No question about Absolutely. that. So as a woman, our hormones, you know, we have to keep them in balance and eating the right time, the right way is going to definitely help with that. Well, Oh, there's absolutely no question about that. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why, you know, I really stress nutrition. And, you know, when Natalie uh, uh, Portman was was quoted here too, you know, it was all about a very strict protocol right now. And yeah. Meal timing, probably my guess would be they had her on having so many meals throughout the day and certain times. It seems to work pretty good when you're trying to you know, when you're talking specifically for muscle growth, keeping that fuel going is pretty important. Okay, so let's talk numbers here. Um, you know, when you have someone like Natalie Portman, who absolutely had to put on some muscle mass enough so that it was, it showed by her appearance, right? So you could see her on camera, she's bigger. All right, this is good. This is a very good thing. Um, so... There's no question that she more than likely was eating a boatload of protein, and that was specifically to get her jacked up over the course of 10 months. My estimate would be probably 200 grams um, per day 
Um, you know, given her height and weight as it was before and what she's now put on. But for a woman out there who just came to you, knock, knock, um, hello, Thora, I need to, you know, start into this now and, and what do I do? Um, the mass majority of women have to remember that they need a minimum of 60 grams a day, minimum, and that um, based upon your age, based upon your own history, medical, nutritional, otherwise, you know, you could take it on up to 100 grams. And it just depends upon how much you're lifting. It depends upon your frequency, um, you know, your lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's important that you're giving yourself enough of the amino acid building blocks from protein to be able to actually build that muscle because without that, um, you're, you're just never going to be able to achieve. That being said, there are women genetically from, you know, uh, long genetic lines of being super skinny, um, you know, their mom was like that and whatever. They will optimize as they will optimize and they may never see, you know, the kind of musculature uh, that other women are able to achieve. So let's rein in and control um, expectations. Um, you know, you, you have to kind of know your own body and see yes. how far it's actually going to take you. Yep. Don't you think, isn't that what you did with your own body? Yes. Um, I learned what body type I was, which I'm a mesomorph, and that helps if you know what body type you are too. Um, I absolutely agree with you. The three body types are yes. ectomorph, in, uh, mesomorph, endomorph. Ectomorph being your thinner, um, frailer body type. Endomorph being your heavier, builds muscle very easy but doesn't lose fat. Mesomorph being in the middle. Ectomorph has the problem gaining muscle but loses fat really easy. So mesomorph yeah, would I'm be Yeah, I'm a mesomorph as well. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, I spent time in the triathlon and we're all mesomorphs. You cannot do triathlon without mesomorph. I mean, it's just almost impossible because there are so many muscles involved. Fast twitch. Um, and, yep. oh God, yes. Yep. And so, you know, that's where I really, you know, uh, maxed out on a lot of that. Although I did have a short period of time when I did powerlifting. I'm way too tall for powerlifting. How tall are you? I'm only 5'4". <laughs> oh, <laughs> On a good day. Just a little, a little petite woman. I know. Or a little petite. I'm tiny five nine, thing. honey. Five oh, nine. I'm jealous. Got five on you. Oh, nine that's incredible. Totally. Yeah, but try to power lift like that. It's like I'm all leg. And I'm like, well, it'll yeah. take me about three years to get her off the ground. <laughs> Not the deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, okay. You know, I, meanwhile, I'm taking it up like four feet in the air. And you're yeah. like, you know, just, okay. One yeah, I just foot reach and, down and grab it. <laughs> totally. Not me. I got to find it first. <laughs> but you would have an easier time getting up to the pull-up bar than I do. I have to jump really oh, high. Oh, yes. To get that pull-up yeah, bar. Yeah, but on the other hand. I don't know, but pull-up bar is not my one of my favorites. It's oh, not. You got to learn to love them because that pull-up bar, you can do so much on it. So much. Okay, I want I want everyone to listen to us because these are two mesomorphs talking to each other. <laughs> All right, so what are, you, what are your most favorite things to work? I mean, seriously, you've got some certain muscles that just pop. You love it. You absolutely enjoy the weight training. What are those? And I'll show you mine. 
I would have to tell you at the stage that I'm in right now, I am loving doing the Olympic lifting because it hits and targets the muscles I've kind of been lacking, which for me is the traps. I don't have the greatest traps, so I, can, I need to hammer those. Um, as far as being fun, I like to train delts. Delts is one of my favorites to train. I like delts and I like back. I love those. So, two. do you do rear delts? Is what you're talking about? Also? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I love I would rear do delts. All three muscle groups on the delts, and then hit the traps too. But the traps never started growing until I started doing handstand push-ups and all these Olympic lifts. They just did not respond. All right. Uh, compared to now, it's, it's been incredible. Okay, so for me, I absolutely love my arms, calves. <laughs> okay, well, ca calves are so simple. Do you know, I was actually told not to work calves very much because mine are so naturally there. Um, oh, they said, great. do you want to like have calves and enter the room first, then you, you know, uh, you're next. I mean, how do you um, want to do it? this? I know totally. So I do, and now I do refinement calves. I never do heavy on my calves because why the damn things are sitting there i just like to refine them so i'm getting better and better at refining that's the first thing um i love my arms i love absolutely love shoulders shoulders triceps biceps and this is also why um one of my favorite things to do are push-ups um because well push-ups also get no less than six muscles at one time right so you're getting your chest, you're getting your shoulder, you know, your delts and all the rest of it. You're getting your biceps, you're getting your triceps, you're getting, hello, your core, right? So, you know, because without your core, you're actually getting legs. And so depending upon where you're squeezing it, I try to squeeze my glutes so that they don't fly up in the air. So I look like a, you know, little V, kind of upside down V. Um, I try to keep the damn thing flat, but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, uh, you know, it's no less than six muscles and I love to multitask. So why not just nail six? And you don't have to do full leg. You could do sissy um, push-ups, what we, what we call uh, the ones that uh, are done off the knee. So you just bend your knees and you have your legs up front or you can actually have them flat either way um and you could just start from there get real used to where the hand position is and you know kind of moving your body it's all body weight and then every now and then try a full-on you know push-up um you know the boys push up straight on that's how i did straight it. leg yeah yep. man that's how i, I couldn't did it do push-ups when i started nope could not do a full push-up had to do straight on the knees that was it oh Oh, listen, I did one full push-up called 911. I said, I cannot get up. Okay, I think I killed myself. And then oh. after that, it was just a matter of, you know what you said before? You said consistency, right? And so I consistently said, you know, Pam, what you're going to do is every single day that you can, because this is really something you can do, just get down there and do three. That's it. You're done and then walk away. And then by the time, you know, a month or two went by, I was easily doing 10. And then by the time that was done, then I was easily doing three sets of 10. And then, you know, you have to hold on, but I'm gonna tell you, listen up. If you stop at any one point in time, it reverses, it's bad. 
And then you got to do it all over again. No, but here's the good news. You do have muscle memory. There is yes, a God. Ma'am. It's very real. Very, very real. It's totally yep. real. Yes. And so and it's amazing. Yeah. And so there you have it. So um, all of you out there at the her podcast line, you're like, could this go on forever? This conversation between these two mesomorphs? I mean, <laughs> what is going? So here's my message to all of you. Get your behinds over to Thora Strong's Instagram at Thora underscore strong number one. There's a like a one, uh, the number. And then on Twitter at Thora underscore strong one. And just have a look. And I'll tell you why, Thora. I mean, I, I should be your agent. Um, and that is um, her body. Thora's body is powerful, but slender. In, in a beautiful way. So she's not like walking around with like, you know, thighs that could enter a room before she does. She's got beautiful, a proportioned body, um, which, you know, is powerful. Um, and, and just look at her and you'll understand, you know, what this could ultimately look like. Not everyone will ever look like um, Thora because she's been at it for a million years. But that being said, you can look a hell of a lot better than you are now. And meaning that you could fill out with some beautiful muscle. You could feel stronger. Okay, now I have to put on my little stethoscope and be a doctor. And that is, okay, as you age, why is this important, children? Why is this important? Because one day, when you're older, like over the age of 50, 60, whatever, you're gonna fall down, okay? You will, guaranteed, and you're gonna have to get up. And if no one is around to help you, a front-end loader is not magically showing up here. Come on now. You're gonna have to get up, okay, um, on your own. You're gonna have to get up on your own. Now, just for grins, Go down onto the ground, just very gently. Don't kill yourself here. Don't fall, for crying out loud. Now, you're on the ground. Now, just sort of fake like you just fell. Now, you've got to get up without holding on to anything. Let's just say you're in the middle of a room. There's nothing to hold on to, right? How are you going to get up? Watch what your body does. It's called a push-up. Okay, think about it. You swing your leg around and you're going to have to be strong with your upper body, your lower body, but at some point you're going to have to swing yourself up on your fours, right? It could be your two knees, your, you know, your arms it doesn't have to be your, you know, your straight leg or anything. And if you don't know how to do that, if you don't have the muscles to do that, then, you know, that's a very bad thing because it means you can't stay independent. And you may, you know, you may have harmed yourself when you fell, and now you got to get up and get some help. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? So I always think about how to stay strong and independent, physically and mentally. And that's why doing something like, um, you know, a push-up is so wonderful, you know, to be able to kind of get you on the right path. How's that sound, Thora? Sounds wonderful. Yeah. Not to mention that working out helps with your bone density as well. Oh my God. And that'll Absolutely. keep you less fragile. <laughs> well, there's no question. No age. question. Right. Yep. yep. Right. And you know, one of my favorite things, okay, this is the last point. Oh my gosh, we could talk forever, Thor. Um, I know, right? 
Um, so one of my go-tos to be able to help bones um, and all the rest are kettlebells. Because you and I like mm -hmm. kettlebells, right? I love kettlebells. Um, yep. Love them. But here's what's great. I'm into multitasking again. And so when you do kettlebell swings, deadlifts, um, everything that you do with kettlebells, there's just so many things. Um, you're actually getting endurance, power, in other words, strength, endurance, strength, balance, and flexibility all in one thing. Because when you do kettlebell work, it's explosive work. It's intense work. You don't just like casually pick up a kettlebell and just examine it. No, you're picking up that sucker and you are swinging that. You are deadlifting that thing. You are snatching that thing. There's so many things to do with it. And it is so good for your bones because your bones need to get slapped around with explosive um, intense activity. And this is one of the easiest ways to do it. And no, you do not have to have like 900 pound kettlebells by no means. It's, it's more the actual, you know, doing it. All right. So give us all one last, um, you know, word of wisdom to, to help women understand how important it is to be strong. My favorite thing to tell people is to find your version of fitness, to find your version of strength, your version of the best you possible. You're stronger than you know, you're smarter than you know, and you can do anything you put your mind to. That's my favorite thing to tell people. Find what makes you strong, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Find your strength. It's there. I love it. It is there. And and if you had any doubt, just go to Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, <laughs> and look at the strength <laughs> in there. And most importantly, please, once again, go to uh, Thora underscore strong one at both Twitter and Instagram and have a little look at Thora. Give her a nice like um, because she loves those followers because she is out there really helping guide all the rest. Thora, thank you so much for being on the Herb Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh my gosh, this was wonderful. We're going to have it's you- It's been a blast. We're going to have you back again and again and again. I can't wait. Oh my gosh. And listen, right now- I guess now I'm going to have to get the costume. I'm going to have to you do, do female no, Thora no, now, aren't I? I want you to get the get the <laughs> damn hammer. Look at this hammer in the picture. It's like- I already have a Milner. It's crazy. This picture, I mean, this this- this hammer is gigantic and she's holding it like it's nothing. Oh my gosh, yep. I wonder if it's just a prop. Anyway, everyone out there, run now is. to iTunes and rate and review the show. I want to hear from you because I'm Dr. Pam Peek, host of the Her Podcast. Follow me on Facebook at Dr. Pam Peek or Twitter and Instagram at Pam Peek MD. And remember to catch every single episode of the Her Podcast on iTunes or Radio MD. Thanks for listening today. Please stay safe and stay well.